So if you've got a problem in your business that you'd love to go ahead and jam with me on for about 10 minutes, good news, you can get to do that. All I'm doing for the next foreseeable future here is every week I'm grabbing new reviews off my podcast on Apple Podcast and Spotify. So all you have to do is go and leave a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify, screenshot the review, send it to me in a DM on Instagram so I know it's you, and I'm randomly selecting people every single week, and I'll do this for probably a few months. And then you've got me for 10 minutes. I'll help you out with whatever you've got going on as much as I can within that 10 minutes. And all I'm asking in return is for a review. If you've enjoyed listening to the show, it's been beneficial to you whatsoever. This would mean the world to me. And I'd also love the opportunity to shoot the shit with you anyway. So guys, head on over to Apple Podcast or Spotify. Leave a review. Screenshot that shit. Send me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. And hopefully we'll be talking soon. All right, on with the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk Podcast. Get it, want it, capacity to do it. These are the three things that I have always, and when I say always, I mean always after the first time reading Traction by Gina Wickman. But ever since then, I have always installed when I, for CrossFit South End, Urban Movement. Even now, I'm actually growing out my team. Well, we're experimenting with growing out my team on WTF just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but get it, get it, want a capacity to do it. I promise you, if you can think of this, uh, this framework essentially for your employees, part-time coaches, full-time energy exchange, front desk, whatever the cleaning people, whatever the fuck it is, I promise you, you will have less friction with those team members. Okay, the friction that happens amongst employers and their contractors or employees 100% only exists because expectations are not met. And when expectations are not met, there is a level of uh, friction that happens. Now, for most owners, that friction goes undiscussed. Like they let it slide. They don't say anything immediately, it happens. And think about your situation, right? Like if you have a policy, hey guys, uh, if class is at, if class starts at 5 p.m., I want coaches in the building at 4:30. So I want coaches in the building 30 minutes prior to their class to help set up, you know, to you know schmooze with clients, meet any new prospects. That's the policy. Well, you know, Sally, Coach Sally comes in at you know, you know, 15 minutes before class. Coach Johnny shows up 10 minutes before class, and you never say anything. And when you don't say anything the first time. It's so hard to wrangle it back in. Like the first infraction of it, you have got to make very, you've got to make a big deal about it. You've got to, you know, acknowledge it, have the conversation, and then have the conversation with everybody using that person's, you know, slip up as just a good learning experience for everyone. And when people see you, you know, in the very first infraction after laying down a policy, get super tight on it, it really helps set the tone going forward. But some of you guys set policies. And then, you know, the first infraction, you're like, oh, it's, it's okay. Like, I get it. You traffic, like, or whatever the fuck bullshit excuse because you don't want the friction. You have other things going on. It's going to fuck you going forward. It's going to be very hard for you to unwind that clock. And, and just one sidebar to that, I understand. I was a manager. I was an owner, right? But as a manager in my business, there were times where I was just so fucking busy and I had so many other fish to fry 
that it seemed minuscule. It seemed like a waste of my time to be fucking with, you know, the fact that uh, Isaac didn't do this, that, or the other thing to the to the T that I wanted her to, right? To the to the very specific um, level that I had said we're gonna do this to, and so I let it slide. But I'll get to that later. Well, no, it, like the second you she does it. And I let it slide. Now it's in her brain that that's okay. And then other people see her do it. I'm like, oh, that's okay. Like it outgrows you so quickly. So just don't do that. All right. Don't make that mistake. All right. Get it. Want it. Capacity to do it. This is taught by Gina Wickman. Interaction. I'm going to summarize it for you and tell you how to use it with your team members. Get it. Do they get it? Do they get what? Do they get the job, the role you've given them? And so whenever I think of... HR and people in the business, people in the business simply fill roles. The business is ran by roles, not people. And that seems like a cold way. And I'm not, I'm trust me, I'm the most human. Like I love humans and I love HR and I'm the biggest, like invest in your staff and your team. But you have to, when you're thinking of a company and a team, you know, like football, there's a quarterback and a wide receiver. It doesn't matter who they are. Now, yes, some quarterbacks are going to do better than others. Some, you know, uh, wide receivers and quarterbacks will be better pairings than others. But at the end of the day, that team needs those roles in order for it to function. Even if you have a shitty quarterback and a wide receiver, even if they fucking suck, you still need them to show up and play on game day. So do not think of your team in terms of names well, that's Johnny, and that's Faye, and that's yo know, Bradley. Fuck Bradley. No, listen, you need roles, okay? Roles, and then Bradley can fill that fucking role, okay? And if he's, you know, and at some point you might find that Bradley's not a good fit for one role, and you got to move him to another. So Bradley didn't change, just the role did, okay? So do they get the role and the duties associated with that role that you want? And this where you're in your head, like, uh, yeah. Bradley's a guy like I'm gonna I'm, I think I'm gonna start using Bradley as my fucking name uh, you know would be like my male Sally um, Bradley coach Bradley knows what to do Stu he's a coach he knows to do this that and the other thing he knows it I'm like okay great does he get it goes beyond like doing the the superficial top level shit does he get the reason he's doing things the way he's doing them does he get the end goal like we do things in the business. Like he might get that he has to show up 30 minutes before class. Does he know why? Or does he just get there and just kind of stand behind the front desk and you know eat a protein bar and talk to the other staff members? Or does he get that the reason you're here, motherfucker, is to talk with the current members who are coming in, unless we have prospects, right? Maybe reviewing, hey, listen, I you know, I got here, you know, I'm here on time, whatever it is. I know we have three or two prospects coming in. What were their names? Right, cool. Do you, what, what's their background information so I can have something to talk to them about? Like, does he get why he's there? And ultimately, do they get not only what to do, but why we're having them do that? Like, what's the real end goal? That, that's so much on us as owners that we slip up on. Like, for example, yes, Stu, Bradley gets it. He's got to coach a great class. Okay, I, I understand that. Does he get why? Does he get the fact that every month you're running retention reports and you know that a quality CX experience is going to hopefully result in a higher retention KPI? Do you talk to him about retention at the end of the month? 
and correlate it to like, hey man, we had some big fuck ups this past you know month in class. Like we had those you know six days where the Wi-Fi cut out on the Sono speakers. You were late on three of the days. You know, uh, you, you coached a completely wrong workout on the other two. Like we've had some bad CX, and we got four cancellations this month, which is thirty five percent higher than we do on average. Correlation maybe, causational maybe, but like you see how these things connect. Does he get what he's supposed to do, and then why ultimately? You're wanting him to do it, okay? That's G, and I want you to rate your employees. Think about this on your own scale of a one to five. One, they don't, like very, very much, they do not get it, want it, or have the capacity to do it. Five, they most definitely get it, want it, or have the capacity to do it. Go to the W, do they want it? And this is essentially the most important part. Are they motivated to do it? Do they enjoy their job? Do they have fulfillment? And if they don't have fulfillment and they don't truly enjoy their work, this one here will sink you. It's honestly the most important one. I would much rather have someone who truly wants the role I've given them or the multiple roles I've assigned them than having the capacity to do it or getting it. Like if they were a, if they were a three on get it, a five on want it, and a three on, shut up car, uh, and a three on capacity to do it. Meaning they don't, they kinda get it, they really want it, they kinda have the capacity to do it. Oh, I'll take that all day, every fucking day. Cause the wanted is the one you cannot hack. I always tell this anecdotal story about Isaac. You know, I was, we were switching cleaning companies. I was, hey Isaac, I can roll this money into you. It's a big, you know, we're we're paying this cleaning company a good amount of money. You can absorb this money if you want to, you know, push the bulldog scrubber around and clean. She's like, dude, you could pay me three X that amount and I would not clean this. I would, I do not want to clean this place. It has nothing to do with the money. I am not cleaning the fucking gym. Oh, well, cool. All right. She does not want it. Now, what if I would have been a hard ass and been like, Psh, bitch, please, you're cleaning this motherfucker, grab that bulldog scrubber, I'm gonna pay you more, you gotta do it, be a team player, rah, rah. No, that would not have fucking worked, right? She would've told me to get lost, she would've walked. Or if she did it, she would've done a half-assed job because people who don't want to do something don't do it well. I was that student who like, in the, in the courses and the subject matters that I enjoyed, I fucking crushed. Like I enjoyed taking notes in sociology. I really enjoyed certain courses and classes in exercise fizz. But if you had me in like an LE, uh, a liberal arts uh, essential, like LAE or whatever they call those, or some bullshit fucking thing that I did not enjoy, you're lucky I, I might show up on syllabus day, midterm and final, but probably just midterm and final. I just, I had zero fucking interest. And that was, I mean, that's human beings in general. Why should anyone be excited to do something they intrinsically don't want to do. It doesn't make any sense. Well, because it's a job and you got to do what you got to do. I'm like, you sound like my fucking grandfather. People have options now, homie. And working for you, no offense, is not the grandest one of them all. You're fucking lucky as a small business owner that you find people and if they want the roles you give them, you need to be fucking grateful. The other two, get it and capacity to do it, we can always develop. But the biggest item of scarcity out there in the world of HR from micro gym owner is do they want it? 
All right, moving on. Capacity to do it. This is just, have you trained them? Have you spent the time doing it? And my God, if I have to hear another fucking guy, girl, owner, whatever, tell me that they're, the way they train coaches, well, we have them you know, get a gym membership for you know six weeks to see if they're a good fit for the culture. No, you dumb fuck. That's your job. Like, I have no problem having someone come in and try out a class. Like, yeah, come on in. See if you think the vibe, whatever. That's fine. Like, is this someplace you'd want to work? You Like, if you went and got a job at fucking uh, a corporate company, like, yeah, can I just kind of like hang out for like two weeks and you, you know, pay me to hang out just to see if I like it? No, that's on the fucking onus of the person hired, getting hired. They should like do like, again, if you want to work at a gym and you're not sure if it's a good vibe for you, then yeah, go get a punch card or take some classes for a month or so. Like test it out, right? And if you're like, dude, I don't care. I just need a job. Then cool. Just go apply. But as an owner, if you're like, well, I need to make sure this is a good fit. Bro, I know you haven't spent a lot of time interviewing people, but that is your fucking job or whoever heads up your HR is to ask the questions and spend the time with a candidate and you determine, are they a good fit? You should within you know a, a 20 to 30 minute Zoom or phone call and then a 60 minute interview be able to get a good feel for somebody as to whether they're a good fit. Not a perfect one. Of course, there are going to be skeletons in the closet and future issues this person has. But this idea of like, well, yeah, we just have them join class for like three weeks. And then they shadow. And then like once they say they like the job, we'll, we'll hire them. But we're going to have them also then shadow us for like four weeks. Yeah, and then we get them going in class. And it's worked out pretty well. Like it, The bar's kind of set pretty low in there. Right, like you're, we're first place in the Special Olympics on this one, homie. Like it's not, it's not a very efficient way to grow your HR. And if anyone's listening to this and they're like, "Fuck you," I've done it exactly that way, and I don't have any HR headaches. Then cool. Like I'll eat a dick, and you've done it right. In even in my eyes, where I don't agree, and I think it could be done significantly better. But I think for the majority of micro gym owners, HR is one of those things that is a very frustrating element. It's something, it's very hard to find good help and then it's very hard to find the way to make good help stick around with compensation and fulfillment. And I'm hoping that this GWC kind of thing, when you think about your staff, you start analyzing them. So the way I recommend you install this is before every performance review, which should be every 90 days, you give them a rating of GWC. Do they get it? Do they want it? Do they have the capacity to do it? And at the end of each performance review, you should be having a discussion as to how you can help them get it better how you can give them better capacity to do it, better training. And then you need to determine by their actions and you know, kind of walking the walk and then talking to them, asking them if they actually enjoyed what they're doing. Is their role bringing them fulfillment? Do they want it? Because again, that is the thing that no matter what, if you're, def- if you're a five on the other two, but you are weak on the want it, element of this, you're you're in a bad spot. You might not be in a bad spot immediately. This person might be a band-aid on a problem. You know, you need someone to coach that 5 a.m. class. You need someone to help out with this. But you will be in a bad spot um, sooner than later. And I hate seeing that because we work so goddamn hard to make, you know, to make this thing viable just to 
Again, like, and we want to share it with people. We want to create careers and jobs for people. We want people to enjoy, you know, coming to work for us. And unfortunately, this HR thing is the most complex part of any organization. And when you're a bigger one, you kind of go through people HR-wise at a, at a pretty fast pace. But in the small business world, we, we don't have as many reps, so it's harder for us to get acclimated with this. And hopefully this is giving you guys a little bit of tactics. Go check out Traction by Gina Wickman if you haven't already. Um, if you want another deep dive in this, there's a course inside of Microgym University. I highly recommend going and getting enrolled. And then guys, until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.